Sometimes things don't always work out. And why am I holding shoes? All that and more coming up. So yeah, I got uh, tipped off by some people that they, they were like, hey, uh, I'm wearing these uh, Under Armour shoes. They look like normal shoes. And, uh, you know, what did they know? They did a little uh, Bluetooth scan. And guess what? These are connected shoes. So I thought that would be pretty fun uh, to play with. But unfortunately, uh, things didn't work out. I ended up uh, breaking the... <laughs> I, I somehow destroyed the, um, uh, the tracker here. So we'll talk about what I did. Uh, how these things, I frequently destroy electronic equipment, um, so we'll show what I did, and it'll still be good uh, lessons learned. So the first thing was trying to acquire the shoes, uh, so I'm not sure these were the shoes uh, in question, but they do say uh, Bluetooth inside. So I don't know if the lights will pick it up, maybe the right angle, you can screen grab it. Anyway, they have Bluetooth. So first one, first step was figuring out, uh, actually the first thing I did was I looked up on the FCC database before I went and got the um, the shoes here and confirmed that they I had a very good chance of actually being what I thought they would be. So I searched, uh, this is like a big tip for any dealing, dealing with Bluetooth hacking. As I searched um, the Under Armour, I uh, found the BLE fitness tracker. So it didn't say shoes, it said fitness tracker. And I found it on the FCC database. And I know I'm looking for this kind of like uh, epoxy filled thing, which already I was like, ah. Uh which makes sense, you're gonna have an epoxy filled um, fitness tracker in a shoe because the shoe gets wet, you want the electronics to work. And uh, if we look and see here, this is the, which is nice, I have sometimes, uh, this is not the case where you see the actual internal circuitry uh, in the epoxy filled device. So they took it out here for the photo. So, and then look at all these nice connections. So I've got all these nice connections here. I know that's what I'm looking for. So how did it go? Well, I got the shoe and then I had to figure out where it was. Uh, right, so then I had to uh, take out the sole, and then dug around, and then boom, right in the in the middle there. That's where the tracker is on the right shoe. Okay, so so I had to cut open the shoe, f find it out, and we'll talk about some supply chain things that could be an issue with there. But now I got the tracker out of the shoe. So because epoxy is generally a pain, and this is why when I do pen tests. Um, this is why I, when I am telling people to design electronics, I often recommend epoxy. Epoxy is a very, it is not, you know, magic, but it is such a pain in the butt to do, uh, to, 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 to deal with. It is often worth it. If, um, if you can do epoxy, it's a very good detriment to people getting hacking your electronics as we'll see here. So let's go take a look at my desk and what did I end up doing? Okay, so I got the tracker off right here. So here was the underside of the tracker. Okay, and then I was able to get most of the epoxy out. So what the technique I used was just use the hot air gun. And I used the hot air gun and then just scraped away much of the epoxy. So the epoxy, when it's hard and uh, room temperature is like a glass, it's completely frozen. When you, when you heat it up, it's going to act more of like a putty. And I was able to scrape it out and get it out of this enclosure. Then... I started the very tedious process of scraping off all the epoxy that was then left. And so here you can see uh, the, what the, is the backside of the tracker here. Um, the, you know, so I had I'd scrape, 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 scrape all the way the epoxy, and this can be done. And you can even see I scraped too much. I end up scratching the solder mask um, on the board here. So let me show you. So those, those scrapes there, I had scraped too much. 
And then I was able to solder to, um, so then I got uh, essentially wire wrapping water, wire, and I was able to solder to the, what I suspected to be JTAG pins, because there was five of them, and uh, made this little jig where I, I hot glued the tracker here. I took the battery off, hot glued the tracker, put it on a little proto board, you know, flip, flip the pins over, soldered them over here to this uh, header here, and then put the coin cell battery, um, uh, the coin cell battery, which was uh, attached here, and I ended up just putting this into a, a, program, a power supply. So there's a few things that, um, and so essentially the indication that I know that it's not working is when I turn on my power supply, uh, my programmable power supply, the issue is, which is always, you should always have a, a, a lab power supply, mainly because of this feature, the overcurrent feature. So I set overcurrent to basically be, a, no, this is a tracker, so it's a 3.3 volt overcurrent. I set the half, half amp. Okay, that's still like kind of high, <laughs> right, for this. But I just want to make sure I didn't know what the startup current was going to be. Um, but the indication is it, the voltage is like 1.1 and the current is at half an amp, right? So there, I know there's a short somewhere, something, somehow it's damaged. And the other thing I did to confirm is I took my multimeter and I measured the, the voltage of the coin cell. Um, I measured the voltage of the coin cell that was in the epoxy and that is essentially dead. This, so the battery somehow was drained. Um, it could have been drained from, you know, heating up the epoxy, uh, you know, because tried not to heat the battery up that's in the epoxy, but, you know, it could have heated up and then destroyed the electronics. And then there's a, could be a short internal to the MCU or, or any number of things that could have gone wrong. But essentially at the end of the day, I have a dead tracker and now shoes that have a hole in them. Okay. So, uh, why am I bothering making a video about this? Because this is how often hardware, this kind of research goes. And so a lot of times we see the success. But I want to show um, for people, especially for people who are trying to do this, one, what I want to, sh I, there's like two main points. One, how effective epoxy can be in, in, in just deterring an attacker from doing something. I really, once I saw the epoxy, I was not, was not excited to do this. I was like, oh my God, why did I, why did I say I would do this thing? So that's, the epoxy is very, very uh, effective. It makes manufacturing very complicated. There's lots of things you have to do, but I'm telling you, it is a super pain in the ass. Uh, excuse my French, uh, it, it, to take this off. Okay. So, um, the, uh, that's the one thing. The second thing is this, you need to have multiple, um, you, you need to have kind of multiple devices. This, you know, any hardware pen test, I ask for several, several different, um, chips, cause I will probably break one irrevocably, uh, even if it's an expensive one, like, cause the thing is, and as an attacker uh, who really uh, is, doesn't care about what the device is doing or how much it's paying or how much is a client, they're just going to attack the device. And if it breaks, it breaks, right? It's a denial of service, right? At best case, they've done a denial of service. So I don't like, I really, I'm not careful with electronics. Like I, I try, which is maybe how this thing broke, but I mean, if I had more patience to do it, but then again, it took me, uh, you know, I was listening to, I mean, uh, my overcast podcast a Q is at zero. <laughs> that's how, that's why just long. I just sat there on two X listening to about 20 podcasts, uh, and got through them all doing this. So, um, it is, uh, requires a lot of patience and, uh, yeah, so this is more of a curiosity thing, but yeah, so that's, that was the video for this week. You know, the, if you, I, I am, I have a box of junk electronics that I'm going to try to go through here, which I think will be kind of fun. Um, and we'll be showing Spearfish, uh, how that can help. Um, and there it for, for an upcoming class. So that'll probably be in the fall where I'll, I'll do, uh, embedded Linux, um, using it for Spearfish for spy, I squared C, UART, JTAG, um, other kind of fuzzing, uh, how to use 
uh, embedded Linux. Uh, use Spearfish to help fuzz devices over I2C and spy on all this stuff. So that's coming up. We do have an intro to hardware, um, hardware, hardware hacking class coming up on advanced security dot training. Uh, that's coming up uh, in a month or two. Um, so that's our basic intro to hardware. I'm hacking. You'll learn how to do some of this stuff, how to deal with the failures and things like this. So all this is coming up. And uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed the video. And oh yeah, I guess the one thing, the one thing that still can be done with this, which I do think is interesting, is a supply chain attack because the the tracker itself was just a normal BLE tracker that was um, uh, giving off like foot movement. But it, there, most of the BLE, a lot, a lot of the BLE chips now have a combination BLE Wi-Fi, right? So now with these shoes, I can even though I destroyed this tracker, I can put back a better tracker like with an ESP32 that has BLE and Wi-Fi maybe give it to a uh, family member uh, in the house and then track his or her uh, movements and or collect Wi-Fi data as they go about not knowing these were shoes. Because if I gifted these shoes to said person, uh, maybe I tell them, maybe I don't, that these are connected shoes. They would not know any better. And here they are having a wireless implant in their shoe. Maybe they walk into sensitive areas. Maybe they do. I don't know. We'll see what adventure goes. So that attack is still possible. Um, all I need to do is cover that up. Because who looks in shoes, guys? Who looks in shoes? Nobody. Okay. So uh, that one I may still have some fun with. But recovering this BLE tracker is now uh, a little bit more. It's a little bit harder than it's worth. So, But yeah, I thought it would be uh, fun to at least tell you how things fail and how they can fail. And how you notice things fail. And when to know when to stop. So that's it. Just a quick uh, video this week on, 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 on wireless shoes.